Hi, my name is Jin Lally and welcome to another episode of my podcast, Stress Bucket Solutions. I'm recording this podcast after just coming off a call from BBC Radio Scotland. So I often get asked to come on on BBC Radio Scotland, you know, on um, those phone-in shows uh, as their resident expert on uh, all things mental health. And so I was asked to come on. They had a fantastic conversation this morning all around um, mental health. How has your mental health been affected during the pandemic? Uh, And there was a wide variety of conversations around it. The thing is, I, I, I was asked to come on, but I wasn't on because there was so much conversation. I actually got bumped off. So I didn't get an opportunity to say what I wanted to say. So I came off the call and said to my husband, oh, I got bumped off. And he laughed and said, well, that wouldn't happen if you had your own radio show, would it? He he knows. And I think a lot of my friends know I want my own radio show. I want to be the Fraser Crane of Edinburgh. If you, if you know Fraser Crane, he's a show that's on Channel 4 where he's a uh, sort of a phone-in psychiatrist. People phone in with their problems. I would love to do that. But I got bumped off and he was laughing at me saying that wouldn't happen if you had your own radio show. And I consequently responded, well, I have got my own podcast, so I might not have a radio show today. I have got my own podcast. So I'm recording this straight after coming, after being on hold for half an hour, listening to the conversation around it, which was excellent. Don't get me wrong. However, in a way now, I'm glad I didn't go on because I think I got a bit annoyed. I got really annoyed because the conversation was really problem focused. When they initially rang me really early this morning, what they do on um, radio shows, and if if you've ever been on one, you'll know this, they kind of give you a a little interview before they just say, what's your opinion on this? And if they think that it's useful, they'll bring you on to the show. So I gave my opinion on um, the subject. Uh, I had some solutions of going forward, what people need to do about it. Um, But one thing led to another and I didn't get on the show and I didn't really mind because the conversation was brilliant. But listening back a little bit to that conversation, it was really problem focused. It was all about how are people struggling? What's been going on? Now, it was all about how the pandemic has affected people's mental health. And when they interviewed me, Minnie interviewed me early this morning, I had mentioned that actually I know a lot of people doing really well, living their best life, as they say, through the pandemic. And even if they're not, they've got ways to cope. The way I help people is to be solution focused, to know how to manage and face life's challenges. But a lot of people were ringing in, explaining the problems, saying what was going on, complaining about how they couldn't get any help from uh, the NHS or their GP wasn't very supportive. They didn't know where to go, how their mental health had been affected. There was actually only one gentleman that actually came on and he said, actually, the lockdown and the pandemic has actually probably been the best thing for me in that he had what had happened was he was he had ended up sort of almost stranded on Shetland with his mum who he went to visit um, and became her carer and he was glad he was there because the rest of his family were all on the mainland but he was there and he stayed there for a good six months they got really close he enjoyed all the nature back in Shetland again and he said actually it worked out really well for him and that was fantastic there were lots of other stories about the problems of the pandemic and it went all the way up to the other extreme where 
a really sad story about a gentleman who had lost his uh, teenage son, son through suicide because his son couldn't cope with the pandemic. So I do appreciate all of this range of emotions, but the conversation was predominantly problem focused and it really bothered me. We know about mental health awareness. We know people have been struggling. We know all the different stories. It was interesting to hear some of the stories of the different ways that people had been affected. And especially, you know, if there were sort of family challenges and things that you weren't used to. So there was um, a lady who just had a new baby and how she had been coping. And then someone else um, who had, you know, really done really well in their job and they were really busy with their job, but were still struggling. But it was a constant talking about the problem. And I feel this is a huge problem in mental health right now. We keep talking about the problem. What we should be doing is we should be looking at those people and examining those people, like the the gentleman who was on Shetland saying that he was really doing well. He was really felt like this was the best thing that happened to him. It helped him to slow down. What has he got? What is his resilience compared to everyone else? These are the people we should be studying. Now, this gentleman didn't say everything was perfect in his life. He said he'd lost his job and he'd just been divorced. But being on Shetland with his mum for a few months really helped him. People who have good mental health, they're not living a fairy tale life. I can guarantee you they're not. It's not all rainbows and unicorns in their life. They haven't got everything sorted. It's just that they know how to deal with that resilience. They've got this resilience within them. They know how to deal with the challenges of life. They monitor their stress bucket regularly. They accept that things will go into their stress bucket, but they know how to empty it. They know how to manage it. They stop it before it overflows. They know that life will throw challenges at them. It's not just during the pandemic. Obviously, the pandemic has created a little bit of a vacuum or a hothouse where it's maybe exacerbated problems. But all throughout history, there's not anybody you know that has never had a bereavement, a relationship breakup, stress at work, family pressures. Everyone's had something. But a lot of people cope really, really well. And that's what led me into doing what I do now, because I was observing people in my friends and family that were doing really well. And I knew their history, like, how are they coping so well? Now, don't get me wrong, they were having bad days. Of course, they were. But they had this resilience to carry on. At the other end of the scale, I know people in my family that fall apart at the first hurdle. What is going on here? And so, I really strongly believe that examining the problem isn't helping to continue to talk about mental health and anxiety. Oh, and then this happened and then this happened. Talking about the problem isn't helping with the solution. Now, some people do find it really useful. I'm very clear I'm not one of those people. (laughs) Obviously, there's a time and a place to maybe get things off your chest, but I don't revel in it. I don't wallow in it. Now, we're all different personalities and human beings are a lot more complex than just saying things are black and white here. So if you feel that you do need to talk about your problems, you need to find the right outlet for that. 
And there's a lot of therapists who do counseling and do lots of integrative work where they really go over the past, look at problems so that you can analyze them a bit. And if that will suit you, great. Have a think about that. Give it a try. When people come and see me, though, I always explain, look, I'm not going to do that with you. I appreciate you have a past. I appreciate that there's been challenges that have got you to where you are today. And it's probably shaped you. But solution focus work is where you are now and where do you go from here moving forward? If I feel somebody needs a little bit more of a, a counseling and analytical approach of the past, I will refer them to one of my colleagues. I'll send them somewhere else and be very clear that I don't do that. But if you want to move forward, we've got to start looking at solutions. We've got to stop talking about the problem. We don't need to keep advertising how much we are struggling. Having outlets, and this is where good friends and family do help, no, to be able to say to people, look, I'm struggling. But to sit there talking about how you're struggling, what that struggle feels like, how it's impacting you, I'm not sure that that helps. I'm very solution focused. So what can we do to feel better? What small changes can you make going forward? And actually, it makes me wonder as well sometimes, do you want to feel better? This is going to sound really strange, but I know people that I observe them and I'm, I'm talking about people, probably more people I know in my personal life, in my professional life, everybody I know, people that come and see me, they do want to move forward. And I make that very clear from the beginning. But I know people in my personal life, and you might know them too, people like this who almost revel and enjoy being stuck in their problem. They feel that going over and over their problem is their safe place. And I wonder with these certain people I know in my personal life, do they really relish that? Do they almost relish the attention that they get when they're there? Because let's face it, if they were feeling well, if they were coping and managing, they might not get that attention. What they're doing there is they're in their primitive brain. And I can totally see why they're doing it. It's their safe place. The brain doesn't like change. So to change would be really, really difficult. It, the brain flags that up as an error. It gets error message alerts if anything needs to change. But if someone has been within that victim status for so long, it's almost their comfort zone. And I totally appreciate that. What I try to do with people is just coax them out very, very gently. But the bottom line is you can only help yourself. If you want to change, you can. So be really careful about being too problem focused. Think about solutions going forward, tangible solutions. What would that look like if you felt a little bit better tomorrow? How would your happiness show up in your small everyday things that you do? How could you show you were more confident? What would other people notice about you if you were a little bit happier and more confident and more motivated? It's all about getting better. It's fantastic that we're talking about mental health more and more. Mental health awareness is needed, but we also need the solutions going forward. 
And like anything, I'm sure in media, especially, I'm sure that's maybe why they didn't get round to me this morning on the radio in that people were really, you know, that's what we listen to, bad news sells. So people really wanted to talk about their problems and air their problems and they probably felt a little bit better. But I do wonder a lot of those people when they put the phone down, how did that help them? Where are they going now? And in a way, I'm glad I didn't get on the radio this morning because I'm pretty sure I would have had a little bit of a rant about it. Luckily, I've got this podcast to do that instead. So do think about being more solution focused than problem focused. It's not easy. It takes a lot of brain training. It's working on getting your stress bucket empty, but visualize an empty stress bucket. Don't be constantly thinking, how full is my stress bucket? What on earth is in that stress bucket? Let's just get it out and focus on the solution, which is an emptier, more manageable stress bucket. But I'm going to leave you with one last thought a therapist colleague once told me. We all have good days and bad days. All of us have good days and bad days. The key is to have more good days than bad days. If you're having a bad day, know that it will pass. And the key is to have more good days than bad days. I hope you've enjoyed listening to this episode. I thank you loads for putting up with uh, my little rant. It was a mini rant. I can rant a lot more than that, but I'm trying to keep it quite controlled. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please share it with other people that might find it more helpful and useful in understanding how the brain works. Please have a look at following me on all the social medias. I'll put all the links in. I've got a private Facebook group where I do lots of videos and exercises and I've put up a lot of resources to help people. There's a few downloads on there, some eBooks and things as well. Um, So do join that if you can. Otherwise, I look forward to speaking to you next time with some more stress bucket solutions. Until then, take care. (music) Thank you.